Hello, welcome back to Openly Spoken. Season 5 is officially starting right now. This is the first episode of Season 5. I'm so excited to be back after having taken winter off to really surrender and rest. My name is Celia, in case you are new here. I am a self-love and confidence coach. And today we are going to be talking about the self-love archetypes and how to apply self-love in a way that actually fills your cup because it's in alignment with your self-love language. Welcome to Openly Spoken, the podcast to help you show up, speak out, and be seen. Here you'll get to eavesdrop on connected women's conversations about self-love, confidence, healing, relationships, creativity, and more. I'm your host, Celia Antonio, and I am your guide to getting you grounded into your body, feeling your full spectrum of emotion, and expanding your fullest self-expression. I also pop in here from time to time with solo episodes where I give you tips, tricks, and resources like meditations, visualizations, and all the things to get you grounded, to get you to feel, to get you to alchemize, and to get you to expand and express yourself fully. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I invite you to now put your hands on your heart, take a deep breath, set a tone for how you want to be as you show up for this podcast, take what resonates in this podcast, leave out what doesn't resonate, and take some time to reflect and to contemplate. And if there's anything in the podcast you want to chat about, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at selfexpressbabe. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get started. So today we're going to be talking about using the love languages and applying them to self-love. So if you don't know what the love languages are, they were created by someone named Dr. Gary Chapman. And there are five love languages. There is receiving gifts. There is acts of service. There is quality time. There is words of affirmation. And there is physical touch. And this is an important thing to look at because the way that you feel the most seen, loved, and heard by someone that you are in relationship with, whether that's a romantic relationship or a friendship or even a working relationship with a boss, I think these love languages apply across any type of human relating. And, um, if you know the love language of the person you are in a relationship with, you can make sure that you are taking the actions to make them feel loved. And when you know your own love language, you know how to ask for what you need from this partnership. So, for example... Uh, maybe your partner really loves words of affirmation and you don't. So you don't give this, you don't give your partner words of affirmation. They're going to feel this kind of like, 
they're going to feel this, their tank won't be full. So the whole, the whole idea, the whole idea behind the love languages is filling the tank of the person you are in relationship with in alignment with what they need. So when I learned this and when I started working online as a self-love coach, I thought, hey, why doesn't anyone talk about using the love languages in self-love? Because your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship you will ever have. So I started playing with that. And I want to say about a year ago, I started making some reels around that topic. And um, I'm here to share with you some ways that you can fill your own cup based on your love language. And yeah, so let's just dive into that. We've already started. We've already been diving in. So strap on in, guys. Yeah, I'm weird. (laughs) And I'm here for it. And I love myself for it. Okay, so first of all, your love language within relationship and your love language that applies to self-love could be different because the way that you fill your own cup by yourself might not be something that you necessarily want to receive from others over the other five love languages. So I've created some self-love archetypes that I want to go over with you. So the first one is the receiver. And the receiver, this is a person whose self-love language is receiving gifts. And this person really feels filled when the things that they receive or seek out for themselves has a lot of purpose and thought put behind it. Um, so one example can be being very intentional with your closet and really thinking of your closet as like a whole system working together. And let me tell you, that is so helpful. Receiving gifts is not my main love language or my self-love language. I think it's actually like on the bottom of the list, but, um, this piece of being intentional with my closet has really helped me. Honestly, I think all of the love languages It's helpful to touch on all five of them within self-love, and we'll get to that in a second. But with being intentional with your closet, it's just really, you know, speaking from a, a woman's perspective, I feel like it really freed me from this just like constant shopping and and not having anything to wear, even though I was constantly shopping. So when I instead decided to think of it as a whole working system together, and be more mindful and purposeful with what I purchased, I moved away from buying trendy pieces and moved more towards buying classic shapes in classic basic colors so that everything works together. And that's just what works for me. And yeah, so if that's something that you desire, you can dive more into that. And another piece that could be helpful for someone who feels really filled with receiving gifts as your self-love language. And 
To know the difference between your love language and your self-love language, I actually have a self-love archetype quiz that I have in the show notes below or in the caption below if you're watching on YouTube. So you can go ahead and take that free quiz. So another piece of receiving gifts could be maybe like something that you already do every day, like drinking tea or coffee, getting yourself a beautiful mug for that, getting yourself maybe investing in like a very special organic coffee or some sort of like, I really love, um, I have this like milk frother. Oh my God, it changes the game when you have a milk frother at home and you can kind of make like cafe style lattes and cappuccinos. It's the best. Um, Another thing with receiving gifts could be buying yourself like a little thing that really goes a long way to make you feel good, like flowers, for example. Okay, so those are some ideas for the receiver self-love archetype. The next self-love archetype is the sensual sovereign. Mm. So the sensual sovereign feels the most filled, feels like their cup is the most filled, when they do self-love actions that play into physical touch and sensation. So an example of this could be pleasure practices like a breast massage practice, which you can join my breast massage course, Heart Magic. I will link that in the show notes and in the caption below. You could also surround your space with Things that allow you to play with texture. So fuzzy blankets, fuzzy pillows, maybe even like I'm wearing a velvet t-shirt right now. Um, Nice, rich, luscious body oils and lotions that have smells that you enjoy. Any kind of like sensory experience Even like taking a moment, you can do this right now as you listen or watch on YouTube, wrapping your arms around yourself and hugging yourself. You can also do EFT tapping. EFT tapping is so great. So those are some ideas for the sensual sovereign and really the the kind of like basis and core message behind the sensual sovereign is this person feels... This person's cup feels very filled when they take the time to connect with their body because sensations is not the same as sitting there and thinking or journaling or, you know, there's like this level of being here in your head, but the sensual sovereign really needs to pull out of the head and drop and anchor down, 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 down into the body. So that's the second self-love archetype. The third one is the space holder. The space holder archetype, the main message behind the space holder archetype is having time. And this time lets you know that you matter. You are important and you are worthy. So an example of this, one of my favorite examples is 
booking yourself in your calendar as your own client. So for any of the people listening who might also be uh, a coach or a healer or maybe even like a fitness instructor or something like that, anyone that like provides a service to people, if that's a service that you could also receive magic and love from, booking yourself in your calendar as your own client. And even if not, even if you're not a service provider, booking that time for yourself in your calendar to just kind of like check in and have a conversation with yourself and ask yourself, how am I feeling? Uh, What do I need right now? Creating that intentional space and going off of that, that purposeful space. I'm currently, by the way, side note, which we'll we'll actually get to this in the next self-love archetype with the word I just mentioned, intention, but we'll get to that in a second. Okay, veering it back. Another space for the, another ritual for the space holder to really anchor in, in their self-love language of quality time could be blocking off time in your schedule to do nothing, 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 nothing. Just relax. Just be. You could even make time to think, to settle, to let, you know, whatever you've been learning settle or let your day settle. You know, our life, our lives right now in this modern time move so fast. So taking that space to just disconnect and just be still is so important for someone with the space holder archetype as their main self-love archetype. Um, I'll give one more example, then we'll move on to the next one. Another example is taking a long walk while listening to something that you enjoy and something that you enjoy rather than something that like, I like to listen to lectures from, you know, courses that I'm in or like podcasts, like kind of like learning while I'm walking. But for the space holder, it's important to have the time for like leisure So that's why I say listen to something that you enjoy, like listening to something just for the fun of having something there to listen to. So it could be a podcast you love, could be my podcast, (laughs) Uh, or it could be like a playlist that you really enjoy, things like that. Okay, so the next self-love archetype, we are on number four, is the lovely lyricist. And the lovely lyricist their cup feels filled when they use words of affirmation in their self-love routines. So going back to earlier, how I said the word intention, and then I stopped myself, and I think I used the word purposeful instead. I'm not sure what word I used instead. One piece of, like one kind of like method you can use if you're the lovely lyricist as your self-love archetype, which again, you can find your self-love archetype with my free quiz in the show notes or the caption below. One of the things could be really being mindful of the words that you use and 
this could be words that you use in everyday conversation. So when I stop myself with saying the word intention, I'm currently consciously uncoupling from that word intention because when you say intention, like you're saying intention out loud, why would I want to set an intention and just be like, you know, in tightly gripping onto this goal that I want? That's just how I see it. I have a, um, I have an Instagram reel that I made about why I, why I'm uncoupling myself from the word intention. I'll, I'll leave that in the show notes or the caption below if you're over on YouTube. So back to the lovely lyricist. Um, one thing that you can do if this is your self-love archetype is journaling. And there's so many different forms of journaling. I'm actually going to do another podcast episode about that because there are so many forms of journaling and your girl loves to journal. I have so many full journals in my house. I prefer a physical journal because I, I like that. I like that f- physicality of like writing it down that like kinesthetic aspect of it. Um, I also like that in a journal because it's not online, there isn't someone like collecting my data about it and like reading my words. So I see it as more sacred when it's in a physical journal. Um, Okay, so another thing that the lovely lyricist can use to fill their cup in their self-love routines is to be very mindful about the music that they listen to and choose music that has words that are nourishing in it. And one of my favorite artists for that is Toni Jones. She is the best. Her name is spelled T-O-N-I, Tony Jones, and she basically makes affirmation music, and it's so good. It's not like, it's not like, you know, it's it has beats, and like, you want to dance to it, and I think that is a very important part for, um, okay, this is a topic for uh, another time, but like, for mindset work, you really need to include your body in my opinion, to really let things sink in. So when you're listening to affirmations within a song that makes you move, you're going to, you know, integrate that into your body, into every corner of your body. And I feel like it makes it easier to really embody that truth and really get that shift from those affirmations. Um, Another one is uh, there's an artist named Kevin Lee, spelled K-V-N-L-E-E, I think. And he has a song called Affirmations. And it's basically a rap song. And he just says, like, good things are coming my way. And, you know, just talking about manifesting and stuff. And, yeah, I wanted to give that as a suggestion for anyone here who might be a lovely lyricist. Um, Another thing you can do is working on your self-talk. And since we're talking about self-love, you can do this through journaling. You can do this, um, you know, through journaling and then reading it back and maybe asking yourself questions about certain things or like noticing certain things that you want to shift within your language, either about yourself or about the world. Um, this is also obviously something you can get support from, from a therapist or a coach like me, (laughs) or, um, 
music, like we mentioned, like Tony Jones. You can also do voice notes. Voice notes are really great if you don't want to journal. Um, and you can, voice notes can be very helpful when your mind is just, you know, I'm thinking of a cartoon drawing where the head has just like scribbles inside. <laughs> so if your mind has like a lot and you feel very ungrounded, getting out your phone and just recording a voice note and just letting everything out can be very helpful especially if words of affirmation is your self-love language because you can let out all the things you want to let out and then take a moment to ground yourself and then speak out loud maybe like a new story that you want to take with you moving forward or speak out you know what is actually true about whatever situation you're you're handling in front of you and yeah so those are the tips for the lovely lyricist whose main self-love language is words of affirmation. And then the fifth self-love archetype, which again, you can find out your self-love archetype with my free self-love archetype quiz in the caption or in the show notes. The fifth one is the devoted duchess. This one is my self-love archetype. The devoted duchess, the whole message behind the devoted duchess is they feel their cup feels the most filled when they take the time to take the action, to prioritize the actions that they know will make them feel good, even if at times it's something you don't feel like doing. So for me, for example, the thing that I normally don't feel like doing is strength training. I used to work out all the time from the time I was a teenager all the way up until the pandemic and even a little bit through the pandemic, but somewhere around the end of 2020 that I, I just like that, that shift from being motivated to working out to being a little bit more sedentary started. So one of the things I have to do as a devoted duchess is I recognize that working out makes me feel great. I recognize that movement makes me feel great. So I have some tricks up my sleeve that I use for that. And um, one way to do that is by devoting just like 20 minutes to a strength training workout. And I'll set a timer on my phone, roll out my yoga mat, get out my weights and just do it for 20 minutes. And most of the time, I'll want to go longer. And if I'm really feeling resistance, I'll tell myself I'm just going to do five minutes. Um, I, another thing that helps is like the thing that you don't want to do, but you know, will make you feel good after you do it, asking yourself, how can you bring more fun into it? For example, you can do your dishes. If you do your dishes and you don't pay someone else to do your dishes, you can do your dishes in total silence, or you can do your dishes by listening to your favorite album and shaking your booty while you scrub those dishes or while you put them in the dishwasher. And that could be a really good way to do an act of service of being um, pouring love into your physical environment for yourself and um, filling your cup that way if Devoted Duchess is your self-love language. So although there are these five self-love languages, I think it's also 
important for anyone and everyone to touch on all five of these love languages regularly within your self-care. So uh, those five love languages, again, are gifts, physical touch, acts of service, words of affirmation, and quality time. And some of those kind of can be under the same umbrella. For example, acts of service, quality time, and touch. I feel like those are the ones, and also words of affirmation I do a lot, but like those three can really, like the same actions can fit under that umbrella. Because, for example, a pleasure practice, like a breast massage practice, that can fall under physical touch, obviously, because it's a physical body-based practice. But it's also an act of service. And it's also you're taking that quality time to connect with your body. Um, It could also be a gift because you could buy yourself a breast massage course like mine, Heart Magic. (laughs) Shameless plug there. Uh, Another example is like journaling. Journaling could be considered, it could be considered an act of service. It can be considered of obviously words of affirmation. It could also be considered taking quality time for yourself. It can also be considered a gift if you bought yourself like a very nice journal or whatever journal, like buying yourself a journal, that's a gift for yourself. And um, maybe you buy yourself a special pen or any pen like that, that is a gift and such a blessing to even have access to those. uh, We don't normally see a journal and a pen as technology, but it's technology. It's something that we use to 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 make lives our lives more enriching like imagine if we never had anything to write like we'd we'd still be like writing in caves like imagine if we didn't even have like google docs or or microsoft word to write like imagine if we didn't have any kind of writing materials to write anyways one main takeaway that i want to share with you if you want to deepen your self-love practices is to first off start small I know everyone says to start small but really five minutes of something that you do for yourself goes a long way and it's a start it's it's a step in the right direction Um, but mainly too is like starting with what you already have so what is What is something that you already do in your life, which is probably brushing your teeth? I'm sure you brush your teeth. Um, So how can you infuse even more self-love into brushing your teeth? And you can do that by adding on something that you do right after you brush your teeth and having like brushing your teeth be that kind of like trigger to move on to the next habit. Or you can take the the time and space of you brushing your teeth and infuse presence into it by by anchoring into your breath as you brush your teeth by noticing where your feet are when you brush your teeth by maybe doing a whole little like body scan noticing your head noticing your throat noticing your heart noticing your belly as you're brushing your teeth by maybe you decide to have like a special song that you always brush your teeth to There's so many ways you can start by infusing self-love. I think it, I think it all comes down to enjoyment, enjoying yourself, having that pleasure of just like making, 
the things in life that you already do every day that might feel mundane, making that more fun. And that's something that almost, I think that's something that anyone can do, no matter where you are in the world. So yeah, I hope that this episode serves you and I hope that it got you thinking about self-love in a new way. If you want to dive deeper and you want to find out your self-love, your self-love archetype. Okay. If you want to dive, if you want to dive deeper and know your self-love archetype, there's a quiz for you in the show notes. I also have on my Instagram, my Instagram handle is self-expressbabe. I have a guide there. I don't know if anyone still uses guides on Instagram. I feel like they've kind of been forgotten. They're like the forgotten middle child of Instagram. But I have a guide where I've saved all of my reels that I've done about self-love languages. And each reel is a different love language with ideas of what you can do to fill your own cup if that is your self-love language. So you could take that quiz and then go over to the Instagram to get some ideas. You can also, um, if you know that physical touch is your self-love language or acts of service or quality time, or even the receiving gifts, or even the words of affirmation, because we do do journaling in there, I invite you to join me in Heart Magic. Heart Magic is a breast massage and embodiment course for women, and it really is about getting home, coming back home to your body, grounding yourself into your heart, connecting with your breasts and there's so much in there to support you in whatever comes up within that practice so that's why there's embodiment in there there's breath work in there there's journaling in there for really for you to integrate and one of the biggest shifts that I've seen in the women that have been in there is feeling empowered to break rules that not only society put on them but break their own rules their own ideas of who they thought they were and really just being fully self-expressed babes, honestly. So the link to that is in the show notes below. I thank you so much for joining me today and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Openly Spoken. I know that there's an abundance of content online, so I really appreciate you giving me your ears today. If this episode shifted something for you, please share this with a friend and slash or write us a podcast review if you're listening to this on iTunes so that more people can find this. If anything shifted for you from this episode that you want to have a conversation about, I would love to hear from you. Just send me a DM over on Instagram at selfexpressedbabe, and that is in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.